Ladies and gentlemen, ghouls and ghosts, welcome to another spine-chilling episode of Scream Creeps. I'm your host, Jeremy, and again, I have my brothers Aaron and Josh with me tonight. And Good today evening. we're going to delve deep into the depths of horror cinema to unravel the mysteries behind one of the most iconic and terrifying films of all time. That's right, buckle up, because we're about to take a deep dive into the supernatural abyss of The Exorcist. But before we summon the demons, let me remind you that Scream Creeps is not for the faint of heart. If you're easily spooked or prone to night terrors, consider yourself warned. Now let's get to the meat of our ghastly feast, The Exorcist, the 17th scariest movie according to science in the year 2020. Released in 1973 and directed by William Friedkin, The Exorcist has been haunting the dreams of moviegoers for decades. It's not just a film, it's an experience that leaves an indelible mark on anyone brave enough to venture into its demonic narrative. As we journey through this haunted tale, we'll explore the spine-chilling performances, the eerie cinematography, and the cultural impact that continues to send shivers down our spines. And remember, dear listeners, we want to hear from you. Share your thoughts on The Exorcist by reaching out to us on social media using hashtag Scream Creeps. But first, I want to take a moment to appreciate the science behind this ranking. Uh, We haven't really done this before, and we really don't understand the studies too much, but we want to talk about how this movie earned the prestigious title of the 17th scariest movie according to science. Um, as we've stated before, the mean, uh, resting heart rate, uh, for these films, uh, is 65 beats per minute. If you guys have listened to our podcast previously, um, the exorcist, the average movie heart rate for this film was 77 beats per minute. So it was one beat per minute higher. If you guys listened to our previous podcast for the movie hush, however, the highest spike for the beats per minute was 92. So that was six beats per minute higher than that movie was. Um, so the overall difference being a, a difference of 12 beats per minute. With that being said, I want you guys to grab your crucifix, sprinkle some holy water, and join me and Aaron and Josh as we descend into the nightmarish world of the exorcist. Welcome to Scream Creeps, where nightmares come to life. All right, I got a few questions right off the bat. One, was it the when they when they did all these heart rate things? Was it done recently within the last like was it done a year before they actually came out with this? Well, this or this was particular one time? was done in 2020. They've updated it every year. Okay, so, so in 2020 they screened a bunch of people to watch this movie. Mm-hmm. What was the demographic? Was it a bunch of younger kids that hadn't seen the movie before? Or was it people that have seen the movie before and they just wanted to check their heart rate? Because if you've watched it previously, you know what's going to happen. So you're not going to have that spike in your heart rate. What I do but, know when it talks about it is that there were 250 people that they had watched the films. Yeah, but they don't have any like actual information on the background or anything like that because i think that would play a huge role yeah i I agree and like we had mentioned before that when we talked about 
us watching it like if exorcist for me and we'll we'll talk about this later but i remember watching it when i was younger scared Uh the shit out of me yeah like but now you watch it now not scary at all uh, not at all and so it it was um, it became more of a uh, let me ask you this did mm -hmm. the movie it wasn't scary it was more of the relationships or the character development within the story than it was the actual like demon inside the girl and the pro- the exorcism and stuff like that. Say it again. Like, what did it become more of the? You saw more of the character development within the movie than you did the actual, like the exorcist or the exorcism and the little girl being troubled. Yeah, I think yeah. now that was you know because for one we've seen so many movies now, but I think you know, vast experience, I guess you could say adds to like what, when you're watching, you're like, Oh, okay. Now, and you almost, especially in my mind, I analyze stuff a lot. So I'm like sitting there just, and I kind of nitpick at things more than I Mm -hmm. should. Um, so, uh, from a standpoint of scaring me, I always, for one, I've seen it. So it's kind of hard to, you know, explain it today, but if it was my first time seeing a movie, I don't know what to expect going in, especially when you're young. Now we've seen so many things. You kind of know going in what to expect with all these movies. It's like when we went, when we talked about exorcist believer, right? Um, I don't think you were on that podcast, Mm -hmm. but watching that movie, because we had seen the other three exorcist movies, Going into this one, you knew what to expect from the movie, so it didn't really scare there was no, you. Or there, it wasn't a new story or no. anything like that. It was. It was just it new was people. Just a, but, yeah, I mean, a rendition of the same exact thing happened. Mm-hmm. I mean, and, and even in Believer, uh, Ellen Bernstein, Bernstein, Bernstein was in this movie yeah. or in that movie. So, so, they, <laughs> so I mean, they they not only and Linda Blair actually spoiler if anybody hadn't seen it yet, but Linda Blair's in that movie as well. But, um, I'm pretty for sure a, a, for a, a spot. Casting, one, she I wasn't. think we talked about it, but I, but I don't remember. remember if, sure. I honestly don't remember if we did, but yeah, that's what I was saying. During the premiere thing, we might not have, because we try to do those a bit differently, but I thought we mentioned that she showed up, but I can't remember for sure. But, but I know, um, what I normally talk about is I, I already mentioned the, um, it was directed by William Friedkin, but it was based on a screenplay by William Peter Blatty, who wrote the novel. Oops. If you guys heard that, uh, as I said earlier, the film stars Ellen Burstyn, uh, Max von Sydow, Jason Miller, and Linda Blair, which I feel Linda Blair should have got more credit for this movie than I think she did. I know she's known yeah. for it, but I think she did better than they even kind of, because it was a horror movie, I don't think she got the notoriety to, for to the movie. to me, this was no horror movie, but like... <laughs> Okay, so I gotta start off. More horror than the last one we just watched. Yeah, I was just saying. I get get that, but like, okay, so, but, uh, once again, the first time I watched this was like, I don't know, maybe 10 years ago. And, uh, of course, we watched other movies like Down There Before Elm Street. And, like, 
a million other different horror movies that scared the shit out of me. Before so, Elm or, Street? You, you know, or you know, Nightmare yeah. on. Nightmare on <laughs> How Elm much Street. before? Damn it, shut yeah. up. <laughs> like, I combined Nightmare it? Before Christmas Man. and Nightmare on Elm Street. Damn it. <laughs> Thanks for calling me out. <laughs> I was trying to avoid it. Uh, but, uh, Aaron got to it before called? I did because yeah. that's why I was laughing. Yeah. I was all sitting there thinking about it afterwards. I was like, fuck, I fucked it up. But uh, what's it going? I watched worse movies than this one. And it just, when I first watched it, I was bored out of my mind. And I could see why people didn't like it or got scared of it back when it first came out. Because I think, didn't they say that people got grossed out and threw up and stuff during this film too? Like when it premiered? Yeah, it was. It was almost revolutionary. Well, that's what I'm saying. It it's like, out, there was I nothing understood. like it. Well, I understood that part. But, like, when I watched it, other movies came out that were worse to me. So when I watched this, I was just bored. I'm and shocked then, the first time you saw it was 10 years I, ago. Well, that's what I'm saying. I di- didn't ever remember watching it. And people I would always it. talk about Linda Blair and all this shit. And, like, I was just like, I should watch it at one point. And I don't remember how, when I, like, why I watched it or whatever. I think I might have rented it from Blockbuster at the time. But, like, I I just remember seeing it and was disappointed. And then I was like, oh, that was what the movie was? I thought it was way worse. Because, I mean, we watched, what was it, parody movies. Like, I think one of them was Scary Movie, I think. I can't remember if it was the first or the second one, but like they do the whole Linda Blair thing where they're making a joke about it. Like throwing, like I think Charlie Sheen was in it, uh, was part of it or something, but her head spins around or some shit. I get that, Josh, but thinking about, and what I'm getting at is thinking about when this movie was made, like kind of what Aaron was saying. This thing was made in 1973. When she Mm -hmm. did that crab walk down the fucking stairs. Yeah. I mean, not only that, but when her head basically flips around and she's sitting there, that stuff wasn't even done back then. And when I read about it, um, when they, uh, they had difficulty casting the film because they cast unknowns, like at the time, Burston, Blair and Miller were not major stars. Warner brothers didn't even want to actually make the film. They drew opposition from Warner brothers because that he was casting them. Yeah, I yeah. have no doubt about that. Yeah, and, I mean, imagine reading off a script where all this stuff is happening in in a in a meeting, like proposing it to the yeah <laughs> Warner Brothers or whatever. Like but, that would that would be tough, especially back. But then. the interesting part too is when I look, I didn't realize. Well, for one, the budget for this was twelve million. So the last movie, if you guys listened to when we talked about Hush, it was one million. This one was twelve million was back in nineteen seventy three. It was one million. Hush oh. was, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, this one was twelve million back in nineteen seventy three. So it was like that's a to me that's a crazy a amount of money. Yeah, mm-hmm. but it was only released in twenty four theaters. Damn, really? Yeah. That's sh- uh, that's like the shocking part, isn't it? Yeah, re- probably because it wasn't allowed it. in the Bible Belt. Or something. It was probably religious stuff that was stopping it from coming out. They don't want demons in the households and 
blah 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 yeah the reviews were mixed but they sold out every show and people were waiting in long lines even during cold weather to watch it and then um i guess they booked into theaters under four wall distribution rental agreements and it was the first time a major studio had done that um and what you were talking about josh yeah some viewers uh suffered physical reactions some fainted some vomited and then uh the the main scene that they uh were shocked by and i kind of was too thinking about what they did back then was the cerebral angio angiography that they did on linda blair at the time all the medical stuff they oh, were doing on her oh yeah like i remember when i saw that i was like thinking about what cool. you do now for stuff compared to then because that is when you and that was just what 60 years ago but the equipment they were using back then <laughs> to do yeah. stuff that you do now that's almost digital it's like they literally put something in front of your face half the time and it does everything that this crazy stuff was doing. Now, the injections still happen today, like when they put dye in you to like check for stuff. But mm-hmm. um but uh C T scans and whatnot. But uh there was rumors they were gonna give this an X rating back then too. <laughs> wow, dude. Yeah. And no one would have saw it. Yep. Yep. But uh, the ratings board accommodated the studio and gave it an R rating so they could uh, release it. <laughs> yeah, release it and recomp some of that money. But there were also on. several cities that attempted to ban it from even being f- shown back then. Yeah, see that's uh, But at the end of the run, it grossed. In the South a lot. Yeah, but at the end it grossed $193 million in the theater. And so it's made four hundred forty one million over the its lifetime. So over yeah. sixty yeah, years, it's they made. Pro- they've probably re released it a few times. Uh, but one thing, like I said, it's interesting because it was the first horror film to be nominated for Best Picture at the Oscars. Um, yeah, and that's like barely anything ever gets picked for. Blatty won <laughs> Best Adapted Screenplay for the movie. Um, the sound engineers took home best sound. Hmm. So, but that's where I was kind of mentioning at the beginning that I felt Linda Blair deserved more considering how young she was and how I felt she performed in the role. Pretty much. She like sold the movie though, essentially. Well, that's what I'm saying. I mean, when you, when you think about it, if she did not perform the role that the way she did, you don't even know if the movie would have been as good. Yeah. Well, that's why it seemed weird, though. So, I think that that's mostly what messed me up about the movie was the the pacing was weird. Like, I don't understand why they opened where, like, the, well, I don't know if I the fully... coins or whatever that they, because they opened oh, yeah. up in. Uh, did they even say uh, say it was where Egypt it was? Or well, the priest was like doing archaeological digs. Yeah, he's back doing archaeological um, archaeological stuff, but like they didn't explain like why he was doing it, and it didn't seem like it fit with the story about her getting the demon in her and all that stuff. So, like, it, that it felt the... weird to me, like that being the open for the movie, and then it cut into like all the other stuff. 
Well, I think it was just a, the the title of the movie is The Exorcist, right? Yeah. So they opened with you meeting the exorcist and where he was in his oh, at the journey. Time when and he then, was, yeah, yeah, and then it was just a small snippet and snippet and then they actually began the story of Well, of I mean, you said that it was also off of a book or something, right? That it was adapted well, off of a book. It was William Peter Blatty's novel. Yeah, he wrote yeah, the book. Yeah, okay, so that's yeah. probably that's probably why it's a bit different anyway. Or, like, that's why they kept it. They probably kept it kind of close to the novel, I guess. Except that's that's the part that I always struggle with, and even in re-watching it, was why. I would have liked to have known why she was possessed. Well, oh, yeah, she exactly. was, well they, yeah. they alluded to it a little bit in the movie whenever she was using the Ouija board. But it was like, uh, here's how here here's how I took it. Do you remember when the mom was asking, "Oh, how you do this?" Blah blah blah, and then she was actually saying that there was some. Uh, she spoke about, or she referred to someone or something. Mm-hmm. At that point, at that point, she was already accepting of this. I um, guess that's true because I do around. remember her doing the Ouija thing with the mom, and mm-hmm. yeah, um, so she was already talking to somebody. Yeah, so I guess. she was doing this alone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, oh, it's better with two. I think the mom said it's better with two people. Yeah, but she was like, oh, but it were it works just fine when you're alone. So she was already she opened that door yeah. alone, and she became possessed beyond that point. That was yeah. why. I guess hundred percent. That was why. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, so, when you think about the stuff that they did in this movie, the stuff that now this was I, a creepy movie. Even today, when I watched it again, it was a creepy movie. So like, there's just the stuff that she not only like I was talking about the hospital stuff, but like the stuff that Reagan was doing to herself when she was possessed. Oh yeah, and and, and the, then the it just too. Well, right, yeah, but I mean, thinking about it, it's, she's a 12, she was 12, right? 12 or 13. So yeah. you, if you just think of, if it's your daughter that is doing all this shit and then you're walking in a room and she's stabbing herself with a crucifix and, and her, you know, uh, genital region and, mm-hmm. um, you know, and then not only that, her ter- head turning around backwards would freak most people out if that happened. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but but uh, then you know the vomiting thing—that's you know that didn't creep me out. I mean, I can envision, and again, I think it's because we've seen so movies now that are so damn bloody and so gross that vomit today. Well, you see vomit in just regular movies now, and. Yeah. Uh, um, and then speaking in tongues, that's just known as a thing that happens. But, um, but yeah, I mean, the whole thing was just, you know, the different scenarios, like when, uh, the various people died and you can kind of see, we've talked about the nun in the past and the nun too on this podcast. And you can see where those movies have gotten inspiration from this movie when you watch this one because they've kind of repeated stuff and how you 
and I, I guess I'm talking about the religious factor of the possessed or the the killing the the religious figures, let's say. Mm-hmm. So, because that happened in this one, and I will swallow the that. Like when the religious dude figures, what do you? Well, when the priest throws himself down the stairs at the end, or you I know, would, and... I wouldn't say that's a killing of a religious figure. That was more martyrdom. Than yeah. Anything. That that wasn't them being murdered because of a demon or anything like that. Yeah, he was he was sacrificing himself to save exactly, the girl in order to save her. Mm-hmm. So it's like it, it wasn't like a they murdered him off or anything like that. It, oh, what well, I mean that's is one they've... thing I really liked about this movie, yeah, mm-hmm. was that there were a lot of things under the covers that they were like trying trying to say. Well, one, the 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 stuff with the Ouija board, you know, be beware of letting to certain energies into your life. To mm-hmm. religion, the the uh, whole premise behind her, she's an actress. She doesn't believe in in God. Well, at least that's what they alluded to. She was very. It was mm-hmm. more like she was ignorant of it. Mm-hmm. So she went the science route to try and get help for her daughter. That they mm-hmm. were pointing every which way, like away from that. And then finally, a doctor who's probably probably religious mentions this after how long. Yeah, and then yeah, the relationship months and months and months. Yeah, yeah the, the relationship with the priest that she initially talks to, and his relationship with faith, and how he's in a he's in a state to where he's he's on the cusp of not believing anymore. So he's in this burden between it, and then he, in order to regain his faith, he uh, meets these people, mm-hmm. and then the the actual exorcist comes in so it's more like his his uh, i could go on for <laughs> for days well, yeah and then they I, tied I it really together the story yeah and it's funny that you guys mentioned it earlier that oh you haven't you haven't watched it until 10 years ago i realized as i'm watching this movie i'm like i've i've never watched this yeah <laughs> like but i grew up knowing the story yeah. of the mm-hmm. exorcist yeah. But then watching it, I was like, this is a completely different movie than what I thought it would be. Mm-hmm. But I'm looking at it from the scope of an almost 40-something-year-old man that's, you know, been through life and everything else. Well, and that's so what I like, was alluding to earlier was yeah. our experiences have changed the way we watch these oh, films. For sure. It's like back yeah. when we were younger, we don't have any experiences to base that on. So when and, we oh, see yeah. him as a young kid, it's the same thing with all these movies, pretty much most of them, you know, the older ones that we're going to talk about. Even Nightmare on Elm Street that we'll be talking about in at number what is it? I think it's uh, sixteen or fifteen or something. Number yeah, thirteen. Those, okay. those ones are just fun, man. I don't mean to judge. Those those yeah. are fun horror movies. Mm-hmm. Like there's there's no delving into character development with those movies. It's just no, like, yeah. The next few after we hit twenty eight days later, next will be all the older ones. So yeah, we'll hit right. Texas well, Chainsaw Massacre. Great. Yeah, because I haven't watched Texas Chainsaw Massacre, so I've been waiting for us to get to that one. Yeah, we'll be watching that one at number 15, Halloween at number 14, and Nightmare on Elm Street at number 13. So it's going to be all the, pretty much the ones that... All the good ones, yeah. Yeah, that all started after this one, that just continued the horror genre are coming up. And then we got 28 days later in between. I would also say as far as like, there have been a couple on this list that were just really good as far as 
like mm-hmm. well written stories. But mm-hmm. the, I can see since this was a novel, like this was a really well written. Like there was reasons behind everything that was happening mm-hmm. with their characters, with everything. Like it, it was, it was very well thought out. Mm-hmm. So, and they, of course, they're going to cherry pick from a novel because it, it was how long? It was a uh, hundred twenty minutes. Yeah, the movie. Um, it yeah. was hundred and twenty two yeah, minutes. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> like, there's only so much of a novel that you're going to be able to fit in a two hour movie, but. It was, it was definitely, that's probably a lot that they cut out was the, the beginning yeah. time of him being in the ar- 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 archaeological dig site and them going into detail about the demons and all this other stuff. Why on the director's cut? So that's the one I watched. Um, oh. so, um, it's a little different. For I'd you. have to watch the theatrical version to see what the difference was at this point but i but yeah i I don't even remember how long the director's cut was compared to what the theatrical version was Mm. but um usually you get like an extra 20 or 30 minutes in director's cut yeah so um it's great movie though it wasn't Mm -hmm. like i said watching it now was i scared as much as i was then no but i can say the same thing for nightmare on elm street that we're going to talk about in a few podcasts from now um yeah i'm gonna rewatch it again because i love the movie yeah. um i don't but, know if um, horror movies have the same effect anymore but i can tell you what i I've don't know so if many. i've ever seen yeah. texas chainsaw massacre though yeah that's like one it, that i don't I know if i've ever that, seen all the way through i remember seeing some um what was it i think it was summer school where they talk about it and the thing where they talk about how good texas chainsaw massacre is and they play parts of it in the movie. and The original ever, Texas Chainsaw Massacre? Yeah. Like, because they talk about it in that movie. And I remember, uh, and he was like, oh, it's so good. Blah, blah, blah. And they showed, like, it's mostly, the most iconic scene is, like, the leather face just swinging the chainsaw around, like, dancing. He's chasing the it. truck and stuff like that. Yeah. Like, that's one of the scenes that they show in it, but I just remember that I was like, oh, I should watch this movie sometime. Just never have. So it's like, I'm ready to, and I've been mostly waiting now just to do it on the podcast. To It's like, same with Halloween. I don't remember the last time I watched the original Halloween. I know I've seen a lot of the other ones, like, <laughs> like, Whenever it came on cable or whatever, mostly the newer ones like H2O and I think the one with Buster Rhymes in it. I can't remember the name of the that one. Resurrection? Oh, Resurrection, yeah. So it's most of the newer ones, but still, I haven't watched like the first one in a long time. One thing, one other thing I wanted to point out was in 2010, this mo- the Library of Congress selected the film for pres- preservation in uh, the National Film Registry. So it's considered one of the best. Um, preservation. What does that mean? That means that they save the film. Oh, that they save the on. film. Yeah, so it's like, they, yeah, it's like they, they consider the it film from whom? Like. <laughs> From uh, I age guess being deterioration, yeah, from being and deteriorated, that. and yeah. so, losing it. 
it was put in a hermetically sealed box. I have no idea, man. And that I have not looked into. I just know. <laughs> I just know that they... in what what is it? What is it called when they put a box in the ground and then don't open time it capsule? Until 20... <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Did they put it in the time capsule <laughs> to be opened a thousand years from now? I fucking hope not. I don't think it's. I would like hope that. that this isn't the representation of. Oh, this was the nineteen hundreds. <laughs> What the yeah. fuck are we watching? <laughs> oh my God. How people are spinning around. What the fuck is going on? Green. There's spitting stuff on people. My God. I would surely hope not. But yeah, I don't know. I'd have to look into. I just know that we'd have to look at how many. There's a bunch on there, though. A lot of the older stuff, like crazy old. And it's probably like Casablanca's and like uh, probably Terminator and, T- and Judgment Day, probably too. Terminator yeah, I don't want to go through Day them all, but there's a ton it. of them. I'm, I'm, well, it's like anything that's relevant where they like uh, consider it. I think we talked about the Terminator and Judgment Day relevant. But, yeah, they're no, like historically relevant they, movies, yeah. So like yeah, like uh, Josh said, the aliens on there, but then there's a bunch of different ones. Is I it mean, one I'd... per decade, or is it one? Every no, I think they years? just whenever they feel like it's. I think yeah, they've only been re- doing it since 1988, but I mean, there's movies all the way back from 1891 in there. So like, so pretty much the preservation thing is like in yeah. kissing ass of the whoever made the film. <laughs> Uh, possibly, but I mean, half of these people it's probably aren't even alive Hollywood anymore. Hollywood Studios, let's make a preservation event to, you know, give another award out to egocentric people. I mean, there's stuff in there like uh, <laughs> President McKinley's inauguration I'm footage. I'm sorry, and... I, 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 it's, it's, it's just in me to troll. It's just, it's just in me. You know, I can't help it. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, there's movies far, far back in there. But anyhow, um, I don't know if you guys, did you guys have anything else to say about this one? Um, Cause I didn't really, I watching the movie, I'd still watch it again. I wouldn't be scared of the movie. It would be one of those movies. I'd go, Hey, this was one of the, I would consider it on the forefront of horror films, you know, before they, you know, the genre yeah. was even there. I, I think, think if somebody wasn't telling me like it was there, like I would have had a different picture in mind if somebody wasn't saying it. Because I heard from a bunch of people that they were saying, oh, I'm so scared by this movie and stuff like that. That's what ruined the, I don't know, the movie for me in a way. Because like I was expecting a lo- so much out of it and then it just didn't hit what I was expecting, I guess. Which happens sometimes. I mean, with other movies and stuff like that especially uh movies that have came out recently kind of just like you're expecting too much or like even tv shows essentially well that's the luxury i had of being older than you guys and seeing it yeah years ago like, like i saw it, before, it was yeah. one of my first horror movies that i saw so in my mind, I remember how scared I got. Same thing with Nightmare on Elm Street when I saw that originally. Yeah. And we've talked yeah. about that on previous podcasts, me and Aaron did. Um, 
but um but yeah so that's where the difference lies now the type of horror movies that would have to scare me now are a different type of horror and we'll see that when we get up into numbers you know under the top numbers because the the one that is number one freaks me out to this day every time i watch it and you know what here's the great thing is I have yet to see this movie. Yeah. Some mm-hmm. of them I'm so waiting until watch it, we watch it's it. It's going to be one that's going to be like, holy, I'm hoping yeah. that I'm just like, holy shit. It freaks me out to this day. Yeah. Every time I see it. Insidious freaked me out. I've never seen Insidious. So, Oh, yeah. No, that, one, that one's good. So, that one's so, good. Yeah, I've only seen like one bit of Insidious, the first one. Like, I'll just say that's number oh, two. So I'm, the, I'm the only one that's watched Insidious. Yeah, mm-hmm. like and I remember, I'm the only one that like hasn't seen the other one. I remember somebody watching it, and I saw one bit, and I was like, "Fuck this!" And I just went. <laughs> so I'm like, "Fuck that movie, damn it ain't that bad, man!" Like, it ain't, it no, ain't no, scary. no, like it just was creepy. The one part that I did see out of all, it, and then I, know, I just didn't know, watch it after that. It's not technically a spoiler, but. When you watch watch the movie, the big thing with that is if they used audio to their horror advantage. Big time. Like, it draws you in, it makes you anticipate things, and it, it did a really good job audio-wise. So, well, we talked about that when we talked about Annabelle Comes Home, that that was one of the best yeah, things that, that, we, that they did Smile. in that movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think Smile was another one, too, for me, at least. But yeah, so it made me unsettled. But yeah, so with that, I hope you guys enjoyed this uh, podcast where we talked about The Exorcist. Um, As we mentioned previously, the next podcast these will be coming out every Friday. So um, the next podcast will be coming next Friday. It'll be the uh, movie. uh, It'll be number sixteen on the list. It'll be twenty eight days later. So going a little bit off kilter, you know, not necessarily off kilter, but a totally different. This one's kind of zombie slash infected type horror versus and what shoot. we've kind of done in the past this is, is for a first zombie movie that we've done on the podcast maybe i th- i think so i, mean, I think we've talked about them on sci-fi graveyard yeah, yeah, that's why i, I said zombie slash infected type but but um but yeah <clears> we'll <throat> be doing that next week on on this podcast and then Following that up, it'll be the 1974 horror classic Texas Chainsaw Massacre. So, um, but for all of us here at the Heart of Geek, I hope you guys enjoyed uh, this episode of uh, Scream Creeps, and check out our uh, website and our YouTube channel for all of our other content. So, we've got streams that we co- we we do every Saturday. Uh, currently, we're probably going to be adding a little. I'm probably going to be adding a few more. Uh, Mm-hmm. but we're streaming Stream call, of call of duty currently on saturdays, on saturdays. The, uh, what, what's your page the hardy geek page or our uh, page the hardy geek uh at twitch.com it's a uh, twitch.tv slash heart of geek there we go and then um, just look up aaron christopher tv on twitch uh, i'm gonna be streaming that with the the heart of geek stuff and then i'm, a, I'm actually gonna um uh, the uh the next geeky thing I'm going to do, my my new PC is actually going to be coming out. I'm thinking, I'm thinking about having a live stream to where I'm building this thing, and then, yeah, 
Either that or just making a video. What do you think? Leave a comment down below. Tell us what you think. Uh, visit all the stuff. Become a, a geeky person like the rest of us. And then, uh, yeah, we'll say, hey, I love you. Bye. Yep. Have a good night, guys. We'll see you in the next episode for 28 Days Later. Have a good night.